0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together.
1: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the GYST podcast, your favorite podcast out there. The only podcast that matters <laughs> to all five of our listeners. Six now. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, a little bit of a change up. Christian, Christian at GYSTpodcast.com. Could not be with us. Uh, He's actually visiting his family in Texas for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Is it Texas or Oklahoma? I think it's Texas
2: right now. He also has family in Oklahoma. But we should probably find out what city he's in with everything that's going on in Texas right now.
1: What? What's going on in Texas?
2: Tornadoes, snowstorms. Really? You don't keep up with the rest of the world? No. Whoops. Yeah, Dallas, I think, has some crazy tornadoes and there's some snowstorms all over the place.
1: Wow. We should find out. We should find out. We're going to find out if Christian is still alive. (laughs) Text him now. Yeah. On the air. It's... Oh, I will. Yeah, I'm going to text him now. With...
2: (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) We lost Rohit. We just lost Rohit.
0: He's two shots in.
2: I know, right? Rohit's wasted, ladies and gentlemen. Um, He had a rough day at the office today, so as soon as he came home, he started taking shots of... Admiral Nelson and Barbosa Spice Rum. It's pretty tasty, right? Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is so bad already. So
2: (laughs) totally a plug for Barbosa Spice Rum. Uh, It looks like it's not the tastiest of rums in the whole wide world, but it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be.
0: Gets the job done.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. So if you're 19 years old and in college, it's perfect for you.
0: Nineteen. What? Twenty-one and
2: above. Okay, twenty-one and above.
0: <laughs> Whoops.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Uh, so with that said, Roy, you just texted uh, Christian.
1: I just texted Christian. All right. Uh, so yeah, so unfortunately he couldn't be here, but with us is a familiar voice. She was featured in one of our episodes called Dreams Versus Reality. I think that was what episode number four, three or four. Yeah. And you hear her on every single podcast because she. What. Is the voice of the GYST podcast intro and outro, <laughs> our very own <laughs> Robin, Robin Olson. Olson.
0: <laughs> Hi, everyone. Good to be here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Welcome. Welcome back. Yeah. I should say, right? Thanks I'm for nice. filling in for Christian.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Um He'll be back next week. Yeah. Uh, no, I think two weeks. Oh, two weeks. All right. Yeah. So Thanks. you might be back next week. Perfect. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> Whether you want to or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So thank you Robin for for just taking the time and and being with us. Uh it's yeah, it's fine we course. talk about you a lot during our podcast and so it's <laughs> kind of strange having her here in the yeah. studio.
2: But you would know that because you listen every week, right?
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Avid listener. Devoted listener. Yes. You know? It's really funny because sometimes at work, Rohit will just introduce me to people as, and this is the voice of the podcast. You won't even say <laughs> my name. The voice of the G-U-I-S-T podcast. You're like, oh, thanks. I'm Robin, by the way. Nice it's to not, meet you. not
1: awkward at all. Yeah, right? no, It's
0: super funny.
1: <laughs> Too funny. Well, thank you again, Robin, for, for being here. We're going to have a lot of fun. So with that, today's topic... Is New Year's resolutions. We all set them, but some interesting facts. You know, usually by February, people have forgotten about them. If you go to the gym around January, it's packed, and Mm -hmm. then February comes around, and there's about half the people there. March comes around, and it's crickets again. Some things that we want to talk about is why is that? Why do people set New Year's resolutions? Why is that the magical time to kind of turn things around? And what are some of the obstacles that we come across, and why we maybe not meet our goals? A long time ago, I wrote a book called The Masterpiece of Your Life, The Art of Goals. And so in that, one of the things that I really talk about are maybe five reasons goal setting may not be working for you. And I'll just brush on these really quickly. And I think it'd be nice to kind of talk about maybe some of the resolutions that you guys have set in the past and why they've been effective and haven't been effective. One is faith in your goals. You'll decide to just give it a try. Oh, I want to lose weight. If I hit it, great. If not... You know, no harm done, but it's not having enough faith in your goals. The second is patience. And with that is expecting an overnight solution. So going back to the weight one, and I think this is a fantastic one to kind of make an example of one, because so many of us talk about losing weight when it's time for New Year's resolutions. That's why diets are so popular is because we want a quick result. And so many times you'll hear people say, I'm going on this diet because I've heard you can lose 10 pounds in a week. Really, is that a great solution or is that more of a short-term thing?
2: Short-term for sure. Yeah. I have a question. Why is everyone overweight at New Year's? Because everyone wants to lose weight. Why do we have weight to lose? Stop eating cheeseburgers. Oh, all those Christmas cookies. Christmas cookies, Holiday. cheeseburgers, pizzas. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Don't lie, you were fat before the holidays. <laughs> oh
1: my God. <laughs> You're just calling people out. People are gonna hate us. I know. That's so
0: true though. They'll get
1: over it. Yeah. Oh, good times. <laughs> the third one is the truth. You're not setting goals that are realistic and achievable within a respectable time frame. You're not really facing the truth and reality. Fourth is effort. Kyle, I think you're a perfect example of this. You may want to run a mile, but sitting in front of your couch all day eating candy bars and soda is not going to help you get there. <laughs> and you're a perfect example of your habits, your daily habits and actions should reflect your goals, not contradict them. And so it's those little things every single day that are gonna really play a part in all this. And then lastly, it's focus. A lot of times we'll set New Year's resolutions, but they're so generic. And I've heard so many people, we put this on our Facebook, and that's something that Robin's gonna talk about a little bit later, but you know, a lot of people will just say, I wanna lose weight, or I wanna make more money. And when you say stuff like that, you can say, I wanna make more money, but if I made $50,000 this year, this next year, I just happen to find a penny on the ground, and that's $50,000 and one penny. Technically, I did achieve my goal, but we're not realistic enough with our goal. And what that does is it becomes so generic mm-hmm. that by being generic, it's really hard to focus on what are some of the action steps that we do need to take in order to achieve that. So again, the five that we kind of talked about was faith, patience, truth, effort, and focus. With that said, Kyle, uh, Robin, would love to kind of hear about maybe some of your guys' experience when it comes to New Year's resolutions or some things that you guys have heard. What's worked for you in the past? What's not worked for you?
2: Just like a lot of other people, I was one that would make a New Year's resolution and maybe not really stick to it, whether that be losing weight, going to the gym, eating better, all these generic things that don't really mean anything. The only real resolution that I can remember, and one that I haven't quite completed yet, but I'm almost there, is Run365. It's uh, essentially a run streak. I've decided to run a single mile every single day of the year, started January 1st. A couple of things I did to ensure I would complete that was I started a blog. I'm not a blogger, I don't write. I figured if I start a blog, that's something that would allow me to keep myself accountable every single day to run and document those runs. I haven't been very successful with the blog, unfortunately, but I have ran every single day, which was my goal. So that's helped me out quite a bit. So I think I had faith with it. This goal definitely required a lot of patience, as Rohit mentions. Tons and tons of effort every single day, right in focus. It's just a mile. It's not that bad. But to really make it a habit and go out and do it every single day was something that was really, really tough for me. To decide to do that, as we mentioned last week, when you decide to do something and you actually do it and put, in, put forth the effort and the action to do so. So that's kind of one thing that I think rings with me, with, with myself, because I was that same person. I didn't accomplish a lot of my New Year's resolutions because they weren't specific. I didn't have faith in them. I didn't have the patience to accomplish them.
0: I like how you say it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like, oh, man, one mile every single day.
2: Every day, yeah. sixty-five? Yeah, running in a mile. It's rain, like, okay.
0: Rainy Washington.
2: Man, yesterday was a killer.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of times when we're recording this, Robin, it's, we'll get done at 10, 11 p.m. Yeah. And you still have about an hour drive till you get home. Yeah. And then you still have to run your mile. I do. And then shower up afterwards and, Go to bed. Oh, my
2: goodness. So when do you sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when I'm done. Um, Sometimes I'll, I'll get up in the morning and run. I haven't been doing that as much lately, especially last night. I was up late last night watching, admittedly watching Walking Dead, trying to catch up.
1: Nice.
2: So a good friend of mine, Sam, and my girlfriend and I have a ritual. We always watch Walking Dead. I was up way too late last night watching Walking Dead because we binge watched a couple episodes, and I'm super old, so midnight's like late for me, right? So I did not want to get up early <laughs> and run this morning. So I have to run tonight after this episode.
0: So dedicated. I wish I was like that.
2: You are like that. What are you talking about? You were here last time on um, what was the episode? Grow a... uh, dreams versus dreams versus reality. reality. Yeah. You've made pageant that dresses. So I have never made a pageant dress. Rohan, have you ever made a pageant dress?
1: I have attempted, but I have failed.
2: <laughs> what were you doing, attempting to make a pageant dress?
1: I was wearing it at the time, and it was just all sorts of a mess.
2: Did you end up with needles in you?
1: A little bit hurt. You're not supposed <laughs> to sew it while you're picture. wearing.
0: <laughs> Maybe you could help me with my next one, Rohan. There you go. Be my apprentice or something.
1: There you go. Yeah. Speaking of, what do you think about the Steve Harvey snafu? Oh Ooh. man. If you haven't listened to Dreams vs. Reality podcast, Robin has been heavily involved in pageantry. She's participated in a lot of pageants, and she actually made the dress that Miss Washington wore. And so Robin, that's such an amazing feat. Like Kyle talked about, what are some of your feedback? What are What is some of your feedback when it comes to the Steve Harvey? About
0: Steve Harvey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I just feel so bad for those girls. I mean, <laughs> yeah. can you imagine... All this time and effort and practice you're putting into this pageant. And then, you know, for poor Miss Columbia to have her moment and have everyone cheering, get the sash and the crayon put on her. Right. And just to have it ripped from her. Like, oh, the most, <laughs> the most awkward part of that whole thing for me was when the current Miss Universe comes out and awkwardly takes her crown off. And puts it on the correct winner. That was just, to me, I was like, can you take her backstage and maybe take her crown off backstage and then come out with it? Like, don't show that girl getting decrowned. I just thought, oh, man, that was tough to watch. That was awkward. But, I mean, it was a mistake. You know, I feel bad for him. Like, yeah, it's a huge mistake. I heard that he said in the press conference that the teleprompter said Miss Columbia, so the teleprompter messed up. I don't know yeah. if that's true. No,
2: I think I heard that too. He Because um, I seen a press conference that he did shortly afterwards, right? That yeah. he was addressing questions that people had. And the card was kind of goofy. I mean, if you take your time and read it, yeah. you can understand it. But no one else was in that position on live TV with, you know, thousands of people in the audience and millions of people watching. Right. Where you have to do that. So that's tough. But yeah, I mean, the experience of those two, those two women, like that's... That's crazy.
1: Especially yeah. talk about something that you've worked your entire life for. Right. And how amazing would it be to hear your name called up, in Miss Columbia, and you go up and you just have these tears in your eyes, something that you've worked for and strived for your entire life, the entire audience cheering for you, the entire country cheering for
0: you. Right.
1: And then... You could see it in the video when they announced, okay, it's really Miss Philippines. You know, he was like, mm. you know, I'm sorry. It's, yeah. it's really Miss Philippines. And then followed maybe the most awkward 20 seconds of TV history. <laughs> because she just stood there still. It's
2: like, um... And you could
1: tell she was still processing like, okay, what does he really mean? Like Miss Philippines. And she just stood there. And everyone else was like. She
2: was like, What do I do? Do I walk away? Off, do I stand yeah. there? Like,
0: yeah, it was just a situation that nobody really knew how to You don't end.
2: audition for that. Yeah.
0: You what don't do know you do? what to do in that situation. Yeah. It's awkward for everyone.
2: Oh, extremely.
0: Yeah. I thought it was a girls. joke.
2: I was laying in bed. I think I was looking at Facebook or something like that. I took a look and I was like, What is this? And I knew it was on because I was watching something else. I was flipping through channels and I seen that Miss Universe was on and I'm like, Oh, Miss Universe, I had no clue what was going on, right? Had this not have happened it probably would have gone unnoticed by the majority of the country, It's for people into pageantry like yourself and other people who follow it. So, in a sense, it brings light to something that maybe didn't have the reach that it has now. Although it was a terrible, terrible mistake and extremely awkward situation. When I watched it, I thought it was fake. I was like, "Yeah, right. That didn't really happen."
0: Like a publicity.
1: Yeah, I was like, "There's like no that way that happened." I watched ratings. it a couple
2: of times to realize, "Oh shit, that was real." That was real, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm sure wonderful. Once or twice, we've always wondered what would happen in that situation.
0: Well, and honestly, I mean, that's kind of, (laughs) this might sound bad, but that's kind of a dream that every girl has, Who every first (laughs) runner-up. You know, I've been first runner-up in a good handful of pageants. So I'm, you know, always wishing, oh, maybe they'll come back out and say, actually, you know, there was an error. Maybe they ran it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm always like dreaming that. And then it's just kind of funny that that actually, that that actually happened—the biggest pageant in the world. Oh,
2: jeez, so. serious? Yeah, not not a local pageant, <laughs> not a nationwide right. pageant, but yeah. Miss Universe.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: And bringing back to New Year's resolutions, what are some things that you guys have done historically that have worked for you and maybe not worked for you?
0: Yeah, well, I'm just thinking about a few, a few resolutions that didn't work for me so well. And I really think that to be able to stick to your New Year's resolution, it has to be something fun, very fun. I don't think you'll stick to it. I mean, that might be kind of silly, but that's just my philosophy. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, for example, one that didn't work was eat more vegetables.
2: <laughs> not <laughs> I mean, fun.
0: who wants to eat more vegetables? No one. Not me. So that one didn't work out so well. Same with... Uh, Floss your teeth twice a day. You know, like I (laughs) love to be able to say that I floss my teeth twice a day and have perfect dental hygiene, but that didn't work out so well either. And then actually one that I was really excited about, which I thought was going to go over really well, was hand out a dollar bill to a random stranger on the street once a week. And I was so excited about this. Just like, you know, just a random person, just pick a person, hand a dollar bill. So many people would be like, "Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. Thanks." They just thought I was weird for trying to hand them a dollar bill. I mean, that one kind of bombed. I was excited about it. It's just kind of cool.
1: So you tried it, to do it, but then yeah, you hardly, came across
0: Hardly anyone would take the dollar bill. Or they would like awkwardly take it and be like, "Thanks. What is this I for?" Guess. I guess. Yeah. And then it would, like it didn't feel good for me giving it to them because they were so awkward about it. So that's when I decided to change my New Year's resolutions, make them fun, but easy and kind of vague. So, for example, um, I did this year, I did go to more concerts mm. like that one's fun and you can decide how many concerts you want to go to. So for me. I don't know. I probably, I went to a lot of concerts this year. I probably went to like one a month. So I think that one was fun. I've also done read more. So if you, if you read a good book, that's fun. You don't want to read like a boring book. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just make it fun.
2: I tried to read more one to myself. For me, it wasn't specific enough. Okay. I never finished a book.
0: Yeah.
2: I think it was like two years ago, three years ago or something like that. I was like, Oh, I need to read more. I should finish a book or read a book. Right. I bought a few books, so I bought more books. Yeah. There you go. I didn't read more books though. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I guess I read more, but I didn't finish a book. For me it wasn't as specific cuz I don't necessarily read for pleasure either a whole lot. Right. So it was tough.
0: Makes
1: sense. God, that's that's interesting, Robin, that your goal was to give a dollar a week away.
2: That one's awesome.
1: Yeah, th- th- first so first off, that's very unique. I've never heard anything like that, Kyle.
2: No, not neither have I. And as she was saying that, I was kind of thinking like, okay, how would I feel if someone came up to me and tried to give me a dollar? I'm like, what do you give me this dollar for?
0: Yeah. It's kind of weird. Because it's so abnormal.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to find out like where that comes from. What makes you think you, you don't deserve this dollar? A. Or B. You're too good for that dollar. Oh. Mm, I'm yeah. never too good for a dollar. You have a dollar right now? Can I have one?
0: You know, I cash on me? <laughs> Dang it. Real hit? I could Venmo you a
1: dollar. Square Venmo? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Just swipe your credit card here. Yep. My phone has NFZ. <laughs> I love
1: it. It's interesting going into the closing of this podcast. You know, we, we've talked a lot about maybe goals that we've set before and have been able to achieve either. And, and I think Robins is interesting because that goal didn't have anything to do with her. It was really, this is something that I want to do. I want to provide to others, yeah. to 52 random people. And they're the ones who had the oppositions. Now, that, now, that's really interesting. A lot of the reasons why New Year's resolutions don't work is either, one, you don't have faith in yourself and belief. Two, it's, it's the patience. You're expecting overnight results. And we talk oh. a lot about people who want to lose weight and expect, if I go to the gym and I don't see any results within a month— I should quit because maybe it's something else that's wrong with me. Maybe it's my diet. Maybe it's my whatever. We talked about facing the truth about whether your goals are realistic or enough. We talked about the real effort. Carl, I think you were the perfect example for that one in your mile a day run. And we talked about focus, whether or not your goals are so generic that they're not really attainable. And so I think all of us have kind of talk about some experiences from our past on why maybe some of those have or have not been effective. And what are some of the New Year's resolutions that you're going to set this year? And what really differentiates it from maybe some of the years past?
2: That's a good one. With that, I'm actually going to hand the wand back to Robin to review a couple of questions that we got from social media on what your New Year's resolution is. We didn't really elaborate as much on what you're going to change from years past, right? But just... Maybe some of the years are released from some of the people that um, listen to our podcast, our close friends of the podcast as well, and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so.
0: and some of these people had really good ideas. I'm still trying to figure out what mine is going to be this year. but yeah. uh, So we have Christina Nowak, who said, One of my big ones, no cell phone use during activities, such as dates, family events, etc., it's huge, that's, a good one. I mean, that's really, huge. Yeah, that would yeah. be so hard for me. My phone is always in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Clark Bartron said to hug as many people as possible. Wow. I
1: like that. That's you
2: would sweet. like that. That's Rohit's cool. a hugger, by the way, Rocket guys. Is. Yeah,
1: so for those of you who don't know, even during this podcast, I've hugged Kyle and Robin how many times? 37,
0: 7, 8.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many times. Yeah, <laughs> since they walked in here, I don't know how many times I've already hugged them.
0: So funny. Uh, Ruben Marquez said, visit... Another <laughs>
1: Ruben
2: Marquez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> said, visit another state or country or both that I have never been to.
2: Oh, that's a good one. I like uh, yeah, that. I like cool. travel. I yeah. definitely envy travel. So I think that's a, yeah, that's a good one.
0: Definitely. Delmar Strader Jr. said, spend money more wisely and buy a house by 2017. Mm.
1: I like that because it's very one. specific. 2017? Yeah, yeah absolutely. He... Tackles um, one of the major obstacles on New Year's Resolutions. That's focus. Like he yeah. definitely says, I want to do X by X. And that's fantastic.
0: Tiffany Chaddick said, get back on track with my health. Less screen time. Read more.
2: Mm-hmm. Less one. TV.
0: Yeah,
1: definitely. And work too. The TV yeah, true. Oh,
2: monitor. Is-
0: Lee Trung said to love myself more. I like that one. Rosie Krauss said not to write 2015 as the year on the paperwork at work.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. I think one thing that I was thinking about on my way over here is that New Year's resolutions, I feel like sometimes people might be afraid to make them because it's saying that you need to change yourself. Whereas it's mm-hmm. like... No, like you don't, there's nothing you need to change. Your like, you're perfect as you are. Like you're a great person as you are. You don't need to change yourself, you know, just doing little things to mm-hmm. improve. It's always kind of fun, kind of nice. But yeah, I don't know. That was just one thought that popped into my head. No, I don't that's, know if that makes sense at all. It does, but it's absolutely. Like, it's almost like, like health magazines. Like you okay. need to lose weight, even if, you know, maybe you're perfectly in shape.
2: It makes complete sense. And that's kind of one of the things I, I think is a misconception about self-improvement is that, it's a sense of you're not good enough, but you are. Who says that you can't be better? Right. If Michael Jordan never thought he could be better, he would never become the best. Mm-hmm. If Kobe Bryant never thought he could be better, hint, hint, wink, wink, I'm a big Kobe Bryant Lakers fan, <laughs> he would never become, I've never said this, second best. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but that's 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 true, right? So it's not admitting defeat. It's not saying you're not good enough. It's saying that you want to be better.
1: Yeah. And there's
2: nothing wrong with that. I think that's that's one of the amazing things about goals. And accepting that just because you haven't achieved everything doesn't mean you've achieved nothing. And I think that's awesome. Everybody's goal is not to go to the moon or be a doctor, but everyone's got a goal. And that's going to make you a better person than you were yesterday.
1: Quote that I've heard is not all of us want to drive a Mercedes. And what that talks about is not all of us have the same goals. So our dream car for me might be something different than you. And that's really important in understanding when we set New Year's resolutions. What we're really doing is we're making a promise to ourselves. And I really want the audience to know that. It's not just something you set because everyone else is setting and you look around and you're the only one without one and you're like, okay, I just need to come up with something. It's a promise to yourself. And when you make a promise to yourself, what you're giving is you're giving someone your word. How many times, if you even think about it, will you say, okay, I'll meet you at this Starbucks in five minutes. And 10 minutes after you're supposed to meet the person, you're You text them, hey, I'm running a little bit late. What that does is that now is a personal attack on your integrity. When you set a New Year's resolution, and we're talking to the audience here, when you're saying a New Year's resolution, really think about something that you want to stand up for. What are you going to take pride in? What are you going to definitively say, by the end of 2016, I'm going to accomplish X? And make it very specific. Don't just say, I want to lose weight. What does that mean? You can lose one pound and achieve your goal. Or you could say, I want to lose 10 pounds by December 31st, 2016, because that's what's going to put me in the best health. Be as specific as you can, because Mm -hmm. only when you do that, are you really making a declaration that you're trying to do something Mm -hmm. by staying generic and just saying, I want to lose weight. I want to look for a new job. I want to be happier. I wanna be a better person. What, what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. There's no clear, measurable way at the end of the year that you can take a look and say, you know what, I did accomplish that or I did not accomplish that. And because I didn't accomplish that, these are the steps I need to take in 2017 to make sure I do hit that.
2: Yeah, I think almost when you make goals like that, it's allowing yourself to, allowing yourself to fail almost really and to be able to justify things, right? So I'm looking at, you mentioned your goal, give away a dollar a week to a stranger. Mm -hmm. I had a goal of run 365. I think they're kind of similar in a sense that you could have said, I want to give away $52 and not done anything for 51 weeks. Mm. And on December 25th, you give away $52 to one person just to, oh, I met my goal. Mm -hmm. But what does that mean? When you break that down, you want to say and be more specific, right? Not just, I want to lose 10 pounds by December 31st. It's, I want to have two and a half pounds lost by March 1st, five pounds lost by June 1st, seven and a half pounds lost by September 15th. I'm just picking random days. Hopefully I was around a a quarterly basis there, right? It's kind of like breaking it down to, I want to give away a dollar a week. I want to run one mile a day. I don't want to run 365 miles a year. I know I could do that, but running one mile per day is much more difficult because I've ran far more than 365 miles this year. And you probably gave away far more than $52 on random things throughout that year, right? Mm -hmm. To make the goal that much more specific, I think it it makes it much more attainable. It allows you to chop it off into little pieces. It reminds me of a book that I'm going to go ahead and plug here. They will add a link to it on the website. It's a book by Brian Clemmer. He's got another great one that I, I've read in the past. And if you haven't heard of it, I, I, I recommend it. Is if how-tos were enough, we'd all be skinny, rich, and happy. Um, but the one I'm talking about is called Eating the Elephant, One Bite at a Time. Essentially, so it's... it's uh, a grouping of weekly lessons and exercises in leadership that you can do, kind of one thing at a time. They're very small, very short reads, but things that you can chop off in little pieces. And you can eat the elephant as long as you eat it one bite at a time, right? Anybody can do it as long as you break it off into manageable pieces. You can accomplish it. And that's essentially our two-minute takeaway for the day, right there.
0: And here is myself. <laughs> Thanks everyone for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your th- together.